0: Welcome to the Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Priority Now is hosted by Carmen Halsey of the Illinois Baptist State Association. Hi, ladies. This is Carmen, and we welcome you to this week's Priority Now podcast. And this week we have with us Miss um, Terry Stobel. Terry, a lot of you guys know her. She's been with us several times at Priority um, in the past. And Terry serves as the Dean of Women at Southwestern. And I always have to pause because the geography just seems opposite in my head, but but at Southwestern. So Terry, say hi to our ladies and tell them a little bit about yourself and what that role of Dean of Women actually looks
1: like. Hey everybody, it's so good to be with you here today. My role at Southwestern Seminary, who's in Fort Worth, Texas, encompasses so many things related to women. It's kind of like women's ministry on a whole new level. So I am responsible for all of the Southwestern women In general, I'm a a safe place for women to come and and seek resources and counseling and networking and mentorship. We have a women's center here, so uh, we have a place to dedicate space for women because at most seminaries in our Southern Mouse Convention, there's a, a lot of men, but there's also a lot of women, just not as many. We get spread out across campus, and so we have a place for women to gather, women who are strong, called, and gifted to figure out what that looks like and how to do that. I also teach a lot of courses in women's ministry, women's leadership, so uh, it's a busy time of doing women's ministry on a whole new level.
0: It sounds like it. Terry, would you have a counterpart doing women's ministry at the other seminaries also, or is that unique to Southwestern?
1: So what's unique to Southwestern is that I'm I'm labeled or titled the Dean of Women because my, my responsibilities goes beyond academics. But every seminary, I believe now has a counterpart group of us that do much the same thing on the academic side. Not all of them deal also with the the student life side that I do. Gotcha. Well, that
0: was interesting to me when you said that. So, so do, does your work? Are you divided as much with undergrads as graduate students? Is most of your work with undergrads on the life side?
1: Actually, uh, on the life side, my I deal more with the graduate students. Okay. Uh, we have a college here, but they do a great job of connecting them here. And our college, a lot of our students are not necessarily going in full time ministry, but our grad students are. So these are women trying to figure out how to serve in ministry as a woman, when a lot of times you might be the only woman at the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, doing that, but also working with like our student wives and others who are here just to get them equipped to do what God's called them to do. Well, I'm going to
0: ask, let's let that be a segue then, because um, discipleship is important to me um, and to many um, and we we've, we've really been unpacking that that topic um, for the last few weeks through our podcast because it looks so different to many i want i want you to help us understand when seminary why seminary um and and maybe start with just painting a picture of what seminary is because sometimes i don't even think we have a picture of what seminary is
1: so seminary is basically a school dedicated to theological education. So we train men and women to do all kinds of things in ministry. So now you may be sitting here thinking, I'm not in ministry. Well, you may not have a job, a paid job position that's in ministry, but I guarantee you, if you're a woman who is serving in some capacity with your church or something, you are in ministry and you are leading some people to do things and to grow in their faith. If you're a Sunday school teacher, if you're on a women's ministry team, if you Uh, serve your church you are doing ministry and as God continues to expand those ministries a lot of times men and women find I just need I just need to sharpen my iron I need the next level of education Uh, some truly are called into ministry and on vocational uh, that's going to be their job but not it doesn't always work that way Uh, a lot of times God's called you to step out to do the next thing and then he figures out those details but if he's called you to serve he calls you to continue to to learn and increase your knowledge and understanding god's word and how to do that so southwestern is like that next step a lot of our conventions like illinois uh some of our denominational agencies like lifeway do a lot of great training even our churches do some great training our associations do but sometimes you just need to go that next step and that's where seminary comes into play
0: gotcha when do you see somebody come to seminary and is that, what does that look like for that individual woman? Is that full-time? Is that part-time? Do they know that they're coming for a degree or is it a la carte? You know, how, how do you help them sort through what they're, what they're looking for? If if they, they're they just, I don't know, they're, they're just curious. So for women,
1: almost more so than men, it's, it, cause men's in the fit in these very neat boxes of where they're heading going, but God is so creative with women cause they're in, many different life situations, caring for parents, aging parents, caring for children, working, This, you know, so it's just a little different for women. But most conversations I have with women start with, I just feel like I need to do the next step. And I don't know what that next step is. And A lot of times it's to take a seminary class or to to look at a degree program. It doesn't always mean immediately stepping into a degree program. It also doesn't always mean moving to Fort Worth, Texas. Although we would love to have anybody who wants to move to Fort Worth, Texas, but (laughs) You know, if a lot of women. You know, they're not they're not going to uproot their family to come to Texas. And so we have online options. We have part time situations. Some will take just one class. Some will take a, a certificate some class. Some will try a master's class. It's it's a let me see what the next step is, and then God continues to order that process down the road. They don't have to know what the end goal is. They just have to know what the next step is.
0: Is there a large percentage of your audience at Southwestern that fit that category? That have, you know, they're taking just that step or a class, or, you know, are most of them coming into a degree program?
1: Our on campus residential students are pretty much coming into a degree program, but our online students are almost always part time. Let me kind of test the waters. Now, mm-hmm. I do have those who are full in on the degrees. But a lot, especially the first semester or two, they're like, let me, I'm not real sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me try this. Let me just see if, see if it works because one class and you decide, okay, this is probably not a good fit or maybe I do a different thing. You haven't lost anything. You've gotten some great education for one particular class. But a lot of times people go, okay, this is it. Let me do the next thing. Let me Let me figure out what the next step is.
0: That's good, um, ladies. Terry, you're gonna you're gonna be hearing Terry's name more here in Illinois. Um, Terry, our ladies are hungry. They're just hungry to learn and do that next thing. And some of them have formal pathways for learning in their local church. Some don't. And so we're trying to create opportunities, you know, on the state level, um, not to be a replacement for their churches, but to help them with that next step. And so, ladies, if, when you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and give a commercial. Um, this fall, we're partnering with Southwestern. So we're working with Terry and we're going to bring some classes to you that are Southwestern classes. We're just going to put them on the platform and give you options to be able to to be able to participate in an online course um, that could be a potential next step for you. So there's just a commercial saying stay connected and we're going to bring you details but those will be coming in the fall of 2020 and we're excited Terry about that partnership so I'm going to ask you tell our women a little bit more about those classes, you know, and the purpose of those classes, because I see them as an on-ramp. I see it as a next step, but, but just kind of like a bite, you know, To it's the same quality as seminary, but maybe a bite just to sort of taste it and get, you know, just to strengthen our knowledge. But I do see it as an on-ramp that many women taking them might find themselves enrolling in, in seminary or course, you know, seminary courses or a degree program after.
1: Yeah, so we are offering a certificate and this is an outgrowth of a program that's been around for 20 years that started out trying to train our student wives because they were training they're coming in their wives of our students are going to be pastors wives which means they're going to be stepping in significant places of of leadership and influence so as an outgrowth of that we're offering a certificate for the the greater not just our student wives but those who are serving and ministering whatever capacity you could be a Sunday school teacher you could be somebody who's leading a small group Bible study. Maybe you're head of a ministry, but you just need a little extra little extra training. And our focus on the certificate is not necessarily the how to do ministry, but the theological strengthening. So courses like a survey of Old Testament or a how to teach the Bible, a course on doctrine. So these are six-week courses. You can take them online, which means uh, you can either – Log in live when they're offered, or you can watch the recording session later that week. These are courses that are taught by our seminary faculty. You're getting, they're teaching a class that's live on campus, so you're getting the exact same teaching on our students here are getting six weeks long. Uh, the assignments are really tailored to those who are serving in leadership. It's not a master's level course, it's not gonna go into a degree, but it's a good taste of what it's like to get a seminary level education and to get your sharpen your iron and these theological things because if your theology is solid your biblical knowledge is solid you'll figure out how to do ministry because how you do ministries flows out of what you believe and if you're solid on what you believe you'll you'll figure out the how to's and so we really focus on uh, the theology the biblical knowledge a little skill because we're teaching you how to teach the bible we teach you a, a little bit of how to do women's ministry in one class but the most of the classes are things like old testament new testament some doctrine and theology, uh, those types of courses.
0: I really like that terminology, theological strengthening. I wrote that down because I need to put that into my vocabulary because that's that I think is what a lot of our women are hungry for. It's like we know, but we want to, to be able to be able to defend it. Not really apologetics. And we've been trying to put it in these categories, you know, is it this, mm-hmm. is it this, is it this? But that's good. That's good. Terry, here's something where I sense. That we potentially could be going in Illinois in the future, um, if we if we target some of these courses to do theological strengthening, um, and I realize for some it may even be a discovery moment. That's part of the strength, you know, the strengthening is when we discover, oh, there was a gap in my understanding there, and that may just open up a can of worms, like curiosity to want to learn and you know go mm. deeper in a specific area. But I'm thinking a lot of two categories. I'm thinking number one, our students, you know, and, and women's our audience today, but I'm thinking of our students that may be going to go into some sort of a vocation um, or a specific education route um, that they've already determined. And I would like to to be able to put opportunities in front of our students to be more proactive and at the same time that they may be going to med school, you know, to be a doctor or whatever, um, be able to take a theological class, you know, to come alongside that so that that they're ready to go into the marketplace but they're also able to bring biblical worldview in with them. That's that's one that's one audience I see being proactive without that same woman being in her thirties thinking, man, I wish I had this. Now I already got a degree. What am I gonna do? How do I how do I go back? So I'm hoping that's one avenue. And I don't know if you've got any experience in that or, you know, meaning you've seen stories that you could that you could share with us a little bit. You know, maybe speak to our students for a minute or the moms of some of our students to that there might be some opportunities there that already
1: exist that, that we're just not aware of. So I, I think it's really important for women to understand that whatever your vocation is or whatever life situation you find yourself in whether you're in the healthcare profession or you're a stay-at-home mom, or maybe you you work in a business, or you maybe you have your own business, you're still a Christian who's out in the marketplace. And because you're a believer, we have the responsibility to share the gospel. And so these courses are designed really to equip women to serve the Lord as a Christian in the world and whatever you're doing otherwise, because that has to be part of your life. So these are six-week courses they're really aimed at that level to help the next person that really wants to grow in their faith and then to be able to uh, use that in whatever context they find themselves. It's a very doable situation. It's, it's very, e- I, won't, I don't want to say easy but because mm-hmm. we want to challenge you, but it's very doable. And because it's online, you can s- schedule it around your schedule. So mm-hmm. if you're a mom with kids, You can wait till the kids go to bed. You don't have to log on at a certain time. If you, maybe you're a shift worker or maybe you have some odd hours, you don't have to be at a certain time. So it really does meld well with the student. It's not going to be your typical student who's here on campus.
0: Mm -hmm. Coming out of COVID, I would think ladies that we're all a little bit more experienced with online you know, as you've had your kids doing zoom calls and different models or different platforms being used. So, so it's almost like God's gave us a taste of, oh, you can do that part, even if you couldn't see yourself connecting online. So Tara, I want you to help us think through what I might, what I think might be some obstacles for some women who may be interested, but they're thinking, oh man, I'd like to, but this isn't a fit for me because, because. Okay. Talk to us a little bit. about the affordability of um, of seminary classes, you know, if somebody you know want to do that, of course you can go ahead and talk to the to the fee of our classes too. Um, that we're going to be partnering with you, that's fine. Um, but but I, I want to give people an idea how much seminary costs. That's more what I want you to unpack for us.
1: So if the certificate courses, these six week courses are certificate courses that do not transfer into any degree program. So they're a little bit of a higher level continuing ed type. These are are priced uh, very extremely affordable. They're $50 a class, because we want them to be Mm -hmm. accessible to just about anybody. If you wanted to take a course that is more in our traditional seminary curriculum that would transfer into any degree program, would actually transfer to any institution that's accredited in in the United States, those are, I want to say, a little bit over $400 per credit hour. Most classes are three credit hours, but if you're a member of a Southern Baptist Church, you get a cooperative program uh, scholarship attached to that. We're grateful to our churches who give to the cooperative program, because this is one of the ways that we are able to make theological education affordable. So if you're a member of a Southern Baptist church, you immediately get a 50% scholarship because of the cooperative program, because of the church's giving to the cooperative program. And so you're talking a little over $200 per credit hour. Most courses are about three credit hours. So about six to $700 per credit hour, which, sometimes $700 for a course. But honestly, if you look at other educational institutions, secular institutions, those of you who have college kids, you know that Mm -hmm. is isn't a very affordable course price. And so uh, we try to make it because our goal is for any student goes into our degree program comes out without debt because we don't want this to saddle them with debt, especially those who might be going to the mission field or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't want them to come out with debt. So we're trying to make this as affordable as possible.
0: That's good. That's helpful, Terry. Thank you. I, I wrote myself, you know just a couple other questions here. Um, just but I tend to go different direction when you answer the the question before. Um, you You talked about marketplace like any woman going into the marketplace. you know, I mean we're we're called to be a disciple first, you know, so we all need that that deeper level. But have you had an experience or a story that you could share with us? Um, Somebody that's been in the marketplace, they've already got a degree, but they've come back for that iron sharpening iron or, you know, just to get that um, theological strengthening, you know, that that you referenced before. And that you could share a story with us, maybe from an outcome, like this is kind of how they come in. This is how they utilized it, you know, based on feedback to you guys, how they utilized a post-education.
1: Yeah. So what What I have found is that probably one of the peak times that I talk to women a second time is whenever their children are are growing, they're hitting empty nesters. And mm-hmm. it's a point where women are like, okay, now what do I do? My children are not at a point they don't need, not they don't need you, but their, their day-to-day life is not as demanding. You find yourself as a some free time, you're working outside the home and they're starting to think, okay, I've been investing in my children. Now I still feel this desire to, to invest in this next generation, but it's not going to be my children because they've moved out of the home or gotten married and it just looks a little different. And so a lot of women, they're not going to leave their jobs. They're not called into ministry. They're just called to be basically tied as two women in the lives of others. They've been doing this all their life. And so uh, I have a gal who has been, um, work, she works in an, ad, an advertising agency. And she kind of hit that point. of trying just do an evaluation where, okay, now what do I do? My children have moved out of the home. They're living well. I mean, living life the way I wanted them to live life. And, but she fulfills this desire. She's influential in our church. She leads Bible studies. And so she found that she had some time that she didn't have before, and she invested in these classes and now even her influence in her church, but also in her agency where she works at, people noticed the growth in her. And it, it sounds mm. sounds kind of, you know, that thing. They'll, they'll notice it. it really did. But part of it is because she would talk about what she was learning that opened up this, some dialogue. And so it was a way for somebody who hit, you know, that empty nest years, it was a time mm-hmm. of reevaluation for her. She went back and took some classes. And I, I just heard from her the other day. She's actually writing some Bible study curriculum that her church is going to look at publishing for her because she started writing her own Bible studies versus using published curriculum, and the church really liked what she was doing. But she learned that from the courses that we're we're offering here.
0: That's good, Terry. I would assume that the confidence level um, of these women increase. Also, you know, I would think that that would be something that you mark. You know, you see that in some. Oh of these my stuff. goodness.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the reasons we think that the certificate courses are almost like on ramps to other courses because women sometimes have been told, you're not smart enough. You can't do this. You're not. Or honestly, as I got older and came back for a second degree, I thought, I don't, I can't even remember. I can't memorize like I used to. <laughs> I can't write like I used to. Uh-huh. But we give them help so that we encourage them not only as a student, but then they become confident in what they believe and why they believe it. Because my mantra here at Southwestern, my, my goal for my women is I want them to know what they believe, why they believe it, be able to articulate that belief from a biblical perspective, but then also to be able to defend it in the world that we live. So that's the overall goal here. And so what a confidence to be able to be in the marketplace, have a dialogue with somebody of another faith and, and to be able to share your belief from a very biblical perspective, hopefully be able to share the truth of the gospel with that person.
0: Um, you talk about things that are going on in today's world. I think that's where a lot of women are. That's where I find myself a lot. That I can come across defensive, and I don't. I'm not defensive at all. It's just that, just in the conversation, I'm realizing that I believe this, but I don't necessarily know how to articulate it. And right. I, you know, and I so want to share that with somebody. But I just don't know how to put it into words, and if I'm not careful, then I'm coming across defensive in my language. And if I experience that too many times, I'll just discredit myself and take myself out of the game. And that's what we don't want to happen. So I like what you know. I like what you just said there—that um, to know what they believe, why they believe it, and to be able to you know to be able to articulate that. And I just, you know, I just think in that persuasive, I want to be persuasive. I want people to come follow Christ. Um, So that's not manipulative. I I love that. Um, um, That's what Peter did. I'm a Peter, just the common person, you know, but just to be able to speak it because I believe it. So, so that that's good. Terry, um, what would you tell somebody if they've listened and they're like, man, I've always been interested or I think I'm intrigued. um, Where would you tell women to go if they wanted to find out more about um, going to seminary?
1: Uh, if you look at our website, SWBTS stands for Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. So SWBTS.edu slash women. And that will take you to our, our various women's uh, academic programs. And when I say women's academic programs, they're academic programs targeted to women who are ministering to women and really have that call. Women can take any of our degree programs, but you can also explore on our website other opportunities. You're also more than welcome to email me at tstoball at swbts.edu. I'm happy to get you connected. If you decide you would like to try one of our certificate courses, uh, like I said, they're six weeks long. Our first course starts August 17th. The application process is extremely easy, but the first course we're offering is how to teach the Bible the first six weeks. The second six weeks, we're doing Old Testament part one and then Also, part two will be done in January, starting in January. But so those are some options for you. If you have other questions about Southwestern, uh, what we offer here for women, please don't hesitate to email. we will be happy to talk to you.
0: Super. And ladies, will th- those are the classes we're referencing that we'll be partnering with them and putting those in front of you for this fall. So we'll have the information on those classes back on our website also. Um, you guys, if there's anything I can do personally to help walk beside you, you know, if you're interested in taking one of those courses, but you're seeing some sort of an obstacle there, give me a call. If there's something that we can do to walk beside you to help try to remove some of those obstacles, that's our goal. Because I want to see some of you guys be able to to experience this, um, I love that first class. You know how to um, how to teach the Bible and Terry. I believe you told me that Katie McCoy is teaching that course.
1: Yes, Dr. Katie McCoy is teaching it. She's our full time faculty here, teaching many of our other women's studies, women's ministry courses.
0: Okay, Terry. As we as we close, I, I have to ask this question because I have a lot of friends out there that would would come and find me if I didn't. Do you find that um, that there's jobs, ministry jobs, Terry? for these ladies that are finishing up with degrees or are we educating a whole bunch of women and then there's no place for them to go serve. And I'm not talking the volunteer lay positions.
1: Absolutely. There are jobs, but once again, with women, God is much more creative than these very neat boxes of positions he has for men. Not that it's bad for one or the other, just is because women are in different uh, seasons of life. But I have our alum are serving in a thousand different places, a thousand different ways. Everything from traditional positions in local churches, women's minister, children's minister, youth minister, girls minister, those types of things. They're serving on the denominational level, not only the state convention level, but also at the national level. They're serving on college campuses, doing be it Baptist student ministry. They're serving in things like pregnancy centers. Some of them are part time. Some are full time. What I have found that is you as a woman are faithful to do what God's called you to do and to prepare yourself for it, he will have just the exact right thing for you when it's time.
0: That's good. That's a good word to speak into ladies. So, Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I was really excited about bringing you onto a podcast because I'm just ecstatic about being able to partner with the classes um, because I know so many of our women are hungry for those. Um, So ladies, if you're listening in, some of you guys participated in our IBW Academy last year, this is your next step. You know, this is how we're going deeper this year. Um, Some of the other ladies have been part of our leadership cohorts, you know, that are now online classes. These are classes we're asking you to consider. Um, I would love to see 25 women, at least 25 women, participating in these courses this fall. So we're excited um, about being able to put this quality opportunity in front of you that I truly think will be better than us doing it ourselves. And I do think it will be an on-ramp for some of you guys. So Terry, thank you so much. Thanks for the partnership. Please go back and share with your leadership. We are grateful for that because you've made it so easy to partner with you and to be able to deliver quality
1: it's our pleasure and i'm looking forward to seeing what god does with that in the future
0: same here same here ladies thanks for being connected with us make sure that you're um, following us on facebook illinois baptist women if you're not checking out our website do that that's where the information is going to be um, illinois baptist backslash women and thank you for joining us for this week's priority now podcast thank you for listening to the priority now podcast Please continue to join us on the journey to know Christ and make him known.